0: Welcome to Tea Time The Podcast. I am Cassie Marina, fondly known as The Branding Queen, and I am a digital branding expert, helping businesses get online and thrive doing so. I am passionate about sharing my knowledge through content creation like this podcast, online classes and workshops, as well as through the services of my branding agency to help you develop your online systems. Think of this podcast as the place to get the latest advice, strategies, tips, news, and inspiration on building your brand online using the tools available to us. But most importantly, thought provoking content to improve your mindset to maximize on these tools and put context to day-to-day developments in the online world of business with a little bit of t edition facts and SAS because I really want you to thrive online so thank you so much for tuning in let's begin Hey guys I'm back with another podcast episode recording from the comfort of my car. If you listen to my last episode, you'll understand why and I'm in my car in this episode again because I'm batch recording today all right so you know I'm really trying to be efficient with pumping out things that need to be said and things that I'm passionate about like I know the podcast is about business, but you know, these things are important as well as we navigate these corona times. And today was a bit riled up, I would admit, um, because for a while, for a while, I think when we hit three months into the pandemic, like at first I understood, you know, it's really messed up, you know, Trinidad and Tobago Nationals, specifically residents, which I'm going to clarify, um have been outside right and i understood and i had no problem with the measures taken because we basically all had to shut down right we had to shut down the borders we had to do something because we just don't know what we were dealing with but we've reached a point that it's pretty clear that corona is with us and it's not leaving anytime soon like that's just what it is you could argue with me about it, but nobody really knows when it's going. And just as the Minister of Health said, we have to learn to live with it. Right? He said that. I didn't see it, so I could argue with him, right? And um, you know, wh- I don't want to get political again. I don't want to get political, right? I could talk from you know different perspectives of different you know, government ministers, anywhere in the world. And once you start to talk those things, it starts to get political. I don't want to get political. I just want to talk from my rational mindset and as logical as possible, right? As creatives, we are naturally creative thinkers. We are creative problem solvers. We solve problems, create systems, develop and innovate and create innovations and we create stuff to solve a problem and it's just within our nature to question things and not just take what authorities say we must take or what any x one expert says we should do like we question things that's how we get answers and logically you know nationals like more than three months is just ridiculous four months okay maybe we could deal but from the time we, we start to enter five six seven months and we see the numbers are going upwards not getting better this shit is here okay It's here right and in my opinion you know from what i've observed a lot of it is from illegal immigration right so it got in here in my opinion, like it's stand to be corrected, through Ill- illegal immigration, because where it come from, right? Someone said to me that, you know, it's true nationals coming in, allowing them to come in. I don't know about that. Maybe so, and maybe so, but And maybe they didn't do what they were supposed to do or whatever the case may be but we have a a very serious issue of illegal immigration because we're an island and they just sail across and we know about the bribes like these are real things now isn't it truly messed up that illegal immigrants get access to trinidad right because it's illegal and not actual residents slash citizens now let me clarify the citizens and residents thing off the bat. So I'm gonna be using residents for the duration of this podcast. Citizens sound better because you know it sounds more entitled. Like I am a citizen, you know, I'm a citizen. But my dad is a citizen, right? But he's not a resident of Trinidad. A citizen, the difference between a citizen and a resident is that you can be a citizen but not a resident. So you can be a citizen, but you're a resident elsewhere. Means you have a place to live. Your life is elsewhere, right? You have a place to live. You have a source of income or not, but you have rights, right? So for example, in the States, if for some reason you become unemployed, you get unemployment. Like there are benefits that you can access, right? If you become unemployed. But if you are just a resident, right? You're a resident of Trinidad. Trinidad. But, right, because this is your home. This is where you live. Your social welfare comes from Trinidad because this is your place of residence. This is where your help is going to come. You can access any social welfare benefits from outside. Our residents here who've been laid off can access social welfare benefits. They can get grants. They can, there are things, right? I'm not going to get into how hard it is and the system and how people wait. No, the point is, you have access to benefits right so let me just use my dad as an example he's a citizen he's born here but he's also a citizen of the united states but he's he's a resident he's not a resident of trinidad he's been living outside for how many years and i feel it gets very like blurred when we say when we start to say, "Oh, we must let citizens home." No, we know, well, we'd have people who live in outside all of these years, and now they suddenly want to run back to Trinidad. No, I'm specifically, I'm specifically referring to residents, people who just left temporarily, whether it's for school or they were just, you know, traveling to visit or for vacation. The point is, they primarily live in Trinidad. They reside here primarily, right? those people are stranded. Those people have no benefits wherever they live. Some do because they might have dual um, citizenship. So they can still, I'm not going to get into the technicalities of that. But the point is, I want you to ask yourself, right? Could you survive in a foreign country indefinitely because that's what it is there's no there's no time they haven't said when the borders are going to open right so that makes it even harder that indefinitely we are already struggling as it is to deal with corona on a mental level because when we first went into it it was like oh this uncertainty of corona and the uncertainty of corona much less and you are at home in the comfort of your country and your home right? Your place of residence. Imagine dealing with all of that in a country that your visa is on the verge of expiring. But every time you pick up your passport with a visa that's expiring, who is the passport? Wait, what What coat of arms is on it? It's Trinidad. This is the, the place that you belong to. And you barely get any response like I don't think people really understand that they don't have any sort of like constant communication, any sort of support. Like you're just out there in the wilderness and you don't hear from your country or get any you know um status update on when you can come home for months. And then when you do it's very vague. We'll just let you know. Like you know you're just waiting on a package. We'll just let you know when your exemption has been approved 7 months of hearing nothing and when you finally get a response like it's, it's it's no consolation like i don't understand how we can be patriotic you know we just celebrated republic day and we post the flag and it's like what does that even mean if we here we are here we are here home in trinidad and tobago and we cannot even stand up for our fellow citizens residing not even residing right stranded in a foreign country right they have no income possibly most people like if you just went on vacation and you just didn't make it back in time as the prime minister announced the borders are closing like there wasn't a very huge window to get back home right like it sounds so inhumane like when you think about human rights like on a global level of what every country should have like when you think about global rights i mean human rights on a global level does this sound okay like this is ludicrous to me like i just can't even understand it i can't understand it it's about common decency if you are the resident slash citizen of a country it is your birth right to be able to come home that is my opinion because if it's not then i don't know what to make of us as a republic like what to make of us what do we make of us like i get it right people start to talk about you know corona is serious like i get that it is serious but does that mean that citizens slash residents stay in foreign countries indefinitely because of it does that make it okay like it sounds very cowardly in my opinion that if we have these people in high places and i'm actually gonna slip in um some a voice note that i sent to someone i was talking about who actually had corona and i was just having a chat with them briefly uh and they recovered and i get that it's serious but that does not that does not mean that it's not serious that we don't need to bring people home and i'm gonna insert that here so i decided not to slip in that voice note in the conversation that I had with the person who um, recovered from COVID-19, but instead, I decided instead of sharing the conversation on Instagram stories, I'm going to read it here for you because you took the time to actually click play on today's episode, all right? I think I've given us enough energy on my Instagram stories, so yeah. I'm continuing that discourse on this episode, and I'm going to share with you what this person inboxed me to see. They said, the virus is bad. It was horrible, and now I'm left with a skin condition that I have to use steroids to clear up. That's why the restrictions are designed this way. There is a lot of information not being circulated, which I want to respond to that. Let me repeat that. There is a lot of information that's not being circulated because it would literally cause more panic, as you mentioned. People are already suffering mentally. I am possibly now developing psoriasis as a result of my immune system being compromised. I always had mild symptoms, but as my body can't recover due to this, in air quotes, she put, Airborne AIDS. She discovered it. I mean, discovered. She described it and compared it to AIDS. It's like airborne AIDS because instead of getting it through um, sexual activity, you just get it in the air through, through you know, sneezing, germs, etc. Right? You know. All right. So let me go back. Right? So she said, but as my body can't recover due to this. In air quotes, airborne aids, I am suffering. Worst part is I have to go back out to work. I am paranoid about outside because I'm susceptible. I have to work with the public. That's where I got it from. Going to and from work. Not hanging out, not doing anything, but work. (sighs) It's a really tough one. And the reason why I did not include the voice note just for... um transparency is because I felt like I said enough on this podcast episode and after reviewing the voice note, I felt like it was a bit, um, it could have been a bit repetitive and I felt like it didn't really add that much more value to the episode because I felt like I got that point across. But what I do want to respond to on my thoughts on there's a lot that's not being said is I was actually having a conversation with a friend and we were discussing how people need to be shocked into doing the right thing, you know, and this is just my opinion, right? I'm not trying to convince anybody of this or anything like that, but sometimes I feel as though, like, do people need to see people on the bed, they need to see it sensationalized, you know, we see it on, on YouTube and other countries, but because we don't see it here, because the government has sheltered us from it, there's this general sense of like, oh, it's not that big of a deal for some. Some people question, is it even real? People think the government is lying to us. Um, I mean, I can't blame them because they could be, because as she said, they're withholding information so as to not cause undue panic. But... At the same time, that's still withholding information, right? I'm not saying that they are lying. There's a difference between lying and withholding information. And sometimes it could mean the same thing. The fact is I feel a bit more transparency. can I, wouldn't, I don't want to say help, but sheltered. I think we're a, bit, we're a bit too sheltered. And that is also causing us to feel as though the measures are extremely like sometimes too strict. Now, I still stand by what I say. We do need to bring nationals home. It just needs a plan and a way to mitigate the fallout or minimize it as much as possible. All right. Um, I know I say that somewhere here in this episode, either we already passed it or it's coming up where I emphasize that point, but this is coming from someone who's been there, experienced it. I don't have any further details. I don't know if this person was like actually in Quora or if they had to self-quarantine at home and what level of care that they got and stuff like that. I don't have any further details than what was shared with me here in my Instagram DM, which is everything I just read. She basically described how bad it was and she shared that I was trying not to give gender away, but she shared that um, it's really bad and these are her symptoms and these are like, you know, the after what she's left with and she compared it to AIDS. And I think that's all I'm going to say on that for now. All right, like I've seen people on social media saying like, so, so nobody... Like people talk so much in Trinidad. How come nobody said they had it? or, oh, And how it was? And we, we we don't get any sort of like here. Well, I wouldn't say here, see, but we haven't heard from anybody who's experienced it. So many hundreds of recovered patients and nobody have it. I feel that is also a bit unsettling because why? Why is there so much heavy secrecy? I'm really thankful and happy that she felt safe enough to share this with me and allowed me to share this with you all but that is very unsettling and to say the least that's as much as I'm gonna say the best way I can describe it is it's very unsettling like you can go on TikTok you can go on YouTube and you could hear from so many people who have documented what it was like with COVID but yet in Trinidad you're not getting that documentation you're not getting people share, and it's kind of fishy why and i'm not saying that it's all a lie i'm just saying it's unsettling it's weird it's odd and it was a bit kind of i wouldn't say refreshing but to finally hear somebody come forward and say yeah i had it and this is what it was like is an eye opener so i feel like this is needed as well so if you're someone who recovered Uh, My question to you is, why haven't you shared? (laughs) I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but um, it's not funny. But yeah, it's, you know, minds want to know. So let's get on with the rest of the episode. If you have made it this far in the episode, that means you are enjoying this episode or getting some value out of it. So now would be a great time to click pause, screenshot this podcast and share to your instagram stories or your favorite social media platform bonus points if you click the subscribe button and leave a review done okay great let's get back to the show right so now that you've finished listen to that um we have people with degrees in high places and we have a whole ministry of foreign affairs and nobody can come up with a plan like i'm not saying i have all of the answers what i am saying that something better needs to be done that this isn't right and it is not enough it is not enough and it is not okay to just be like well corona is serious and we're scared that they're gonna bring it back in So we don't have enough um, common sense and people with degrees and educated professionals to come up with a contingency plan to facilitate how we will bring them home. The answer should not be not to bring them home. The answer should be start asking questions. How do we bring them home with the least amount of fallout? I'm going to say that again the question or the statement should not be well corona is serious so they just have to hold some strain they just have to they just can't come home that should not be the statement or the question the question should be how do we bring our nationals slash residents home with the least amount of fallout that is our responsibility as a republic nation that is how I see it. right? And if we cannot operate on that level as a republic nation, we' we'll then throw the whole republic away. <laughs> All right? Like, wh- what are we even celebrating? Like, come on. Come on. Come the frick on. We don't have enough bright minds in high positions and not just high positions. We don't have enough bright minds in the nation to develop a plan. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to me that this is okay. It's crazy to me that we don't feel any type of way some of us some of us might feel just like me. Right? But then there's some of us who just care more about the numbers going up. But even with all our nationals coming in the numbers have been going up. So at, like we may as well just bring our citizens home. That's how I feel. Because it's human is a humanly right thing to do and if we cannot see that then God help us like I I there's nothing else that I can say there really isn't anything else that I can say I know I'm super passionate about it and what I will say in closing is we would like to see the world change we like to see our society change we like to see the our country change but sometimes we don't care enough to speak out about the things that are important to us and i'm really like, I'm being really vulnerable talking about this on my podcast because, you know, there's that fear of, you know, people aren't going to get it. And people aren't people are going to look at you like you're crazy. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, what is she going on and on about? You know, it's super vulnerable for me to post the things that I posted on my Instagram stories. Because sometimes you can feel like a very small voice, like a drop not in a lake but in a huge ocean where everybody the ocean is cares about other things that i don't know i'm not even going to say not important because all of that is like subjective statements but what i will say is that whatever you believe in and you want to see a change right you have to be willing to do something about it right and that does not mean you have to go outside and you know protest or picket whatever your form of advocacy is it could be simply sharing a post and tagging it could be signing those change um petitions right sign sign the petitions um share a post tag the relevant people share 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 Because the more that you stand up for the things that we all individually believe in is when we can make just a little bit of a ripple effect that hopefully turns into something greater and something bigger and just could be the start of getting more attention on something that is important, right? because this is something I've been observing for a while and I just hadn't said anything. And it wasn't until I saw the post by Nicholas Huggins sharing his experience because I actually had some, something to work with. Because if I'm not in this situation, it's kind of hard to talk about it. And I think that is what I needed to see, to share. And then when I shared and it just felt like nobody else was like seemingly felt the way that I felt, you know, I would share some other nonsense and you get the reactions. And I'm not just talking about like Instagram, but like on Facebook, you know, the discussions build and stuff like that. And there's just like so much silence. Right? So I'm going to wrap this up here. I think I said enough that you would either get the point or you don't get it. And if you don't get it, what my closing statement that I really want to bring home is that... If you don't care, it's okay. It's okay. I can't make people care about the things I care about. That's bold of me, you know? That's that's like, who the hell am I to tell you what to care about? But if you don't care, that's fine. But continue to care and advocate for the things that you care about. And for those who care about this particular thing then uh, share the post you know bring some attention to it you know just do whatever that you can in your own little way no judgment to bring about an effect change in this scenario and the things that matter to you because i remember a couple months back people were like oh you, you they're pointing fingers about who protesting and who not protesting about x y matter why don't you go out and protest i don't know what same applies here if you don't care no problem but at the end of the day at least whatever that you care about it may not be this topic go out there and do what you can look in the mirror it starts with you first whatever it is this is what i just happened to resonate with and i probably resonate with it because i have you know digital nomad dreams and i can only imagine like what if I was out there with my kids in a country that I don't you know that I have no family or friends to lean on can you imagine can you imagine so this is a cause that seems to resonate with me and I don't know I just I just find it crazy that there aren't more people who seem to have a little bit more empathy like you don't have to advocate but at least have some empathy and not just totally discard our fellow citizens like that's it's mind-boggling to me but hope you guys enjoyed you know the little change of pace in this episode and if this resonates with you in the least let me know um feel free to you know again you can dm me you can share this podcast you know keep the conversation going is what i've been saying these days so let's keep the conversation going and uh, i guess i'll talk to you guys on the next episode